This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Dumpster Diving. This is our Dumpster Diving episode where we find something horrible from the past and make fun of it. Today, this is is Mike's choice. We are going into the deep, dark realms of a show that I believe was originally on NBC and then became a syndicated show after the first season when when its ratings weren't good and the family that he was in charge of (laughs) changed completely and then John Travolta's mom was on it for some reason. That's his his sister, actually. Oh, is that his sister? Yeah, I thought it was his mom, too, but I looked it up and it's his older sister. Oh, wow. Sorry, Ellen Travolta or Elaine Travolta. Still alive. Oh, wow. Good for you. She's like, um, hmm, 80, I think. 107. Uh, right. But it's Charles in charge. During this this era of television, there was a weird, like it was like, who's the boss? Charles in charge. Get the fuck out of my way. There were a lot of... What? I don't know. <laughs> Tw- twin sitters? Yeah, there you go. That's a deep cut for Eric Soder, uh-huh. who's probably not out there. <laughs> but anyway, so, Mike, you chose this episode, which I had never seen before, but it's called Charles Splits. You want to hear the crazy part about this whole thing? Yeah. This was not the episode I was thinking of. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. this is, it's insane that you, that... We stumbled upon this. Yeah, and this also means there's multiple episodes of Charles in Charge where someone gets hit in the head and it completely changes their personality from one to another and then back and forth. This was such a huge trope in the 80s. Yeah, the uh, the old episode's focused around uh, Charles is under a lot of pressure. He has this uh, new girlfriend who's a complete bitch, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, What's her name? Josie or Josephine? Something like that. Jo- jo- Jocelyn, I think. Jocelyn, yeah. Jocelyn. Yeah. So like, at the very beginning, we, we find out that... And by the way, I just have to say, uh, Buddy Limbeck, played by Willie Ames, I don't even know if he's a character on the same show that he's on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Nothing he says has any connection to anything. Like, no one seems to acknowledge him. Like, the whole thing could just be like a feverish like dream that uh, Charles is uh, maddeningly imagining the entire time. Yeah, he... he... He has definitely taken some lessons in overacting. There are some really horrible scenes in this with him. I thought uh, Ben Savage was bad last week with um, that episode of uh, Boy Meets World with uh-huh. his, like, you know, doofus, like, throwing popcorn in his face. But I, I, it's, it's so weird. Like, it, it, it's like a non sequitur. It has nothing to do with anything at all in the show. This dude is 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 next level. He makes uh Bible man look like uh <laughs> look like Lawrence of Arabia. <laughs> Not Olivier. Right, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Olivier probably makes a little more sense. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> oh man. Uh but yeah, anyway, so So it starts off Charles has his new girlfriend, Jocelyn, complete bitch. Um and, like, it's really funny because, like, uh, Buddy kind of calls on him. He's like, oh, you, you do what she does. You do whatever it takes to make her happy. And then Charles goes, yeah, that's, that's because she does what it takes to make me happy. Yes. It's so creepy. Seriously. And he, he's ba- he is 
he is describing the definition of being pussy whipped. Uh, yes. And then sure enough, she shows up and like, she doesn't want him to have any foul language. She doesn't want him to advise uh, Adam to, because uh, Adam's being uh, teased by a bully at school. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want him to say, oh, you know, don't be, fight back. He says, shake his hand like a gentleman. Yeah, exactly. She she won't let him go see Dirty Harry with her. Yeah, which is kind of funny because I, I noticed this this episode. It just nothing makes sense as far as like the movies they want to go see. Why would they all be out at the same time? Yeah, he, so they go see Cinderella instead. Yeah, yeah, her choice, uh, Cinderella. But Cinderella and Dirty Harry are the theme. I remember Cinderella came back in the eighties at some point, but just at the same time they have like a, a retrospective on Dirty Harry movie. Yeah, it's so weird. Well, I, I, I guess it does make sense because they live in New Jersey because they do pretty much, you know, blatantly say that at one point. <laughs> Which is kind of odd. I always I always just assumed Charles in Charge took place in uh, California. Like, I never, like, knew there was, like, a set setting. I didn't either. Like, I thought that it was all vague. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, but so, uh, so Charles goes downstairs to change his shirt and then he whacks his head on, like, a cabinet, I think is what he says. Yeah, so... Yeah, he goes downstairs. He's trying to get dressed. He's trying to figure out which pink shirt to put on. <laughs> oh, there's another weird thing about that I gotta bring up too. Go ahead. But yeah, so like he 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 tries to f- figure it out, and he's talking to. I think she's the oldest. I don't know if Nicole Eggert's supposed to be the oldest or if this other girl is. But he's talking to one of the daughters of. Uh, by the way, we never see the mom at any point in this episode. <laughs> No, she's really she's not there at all. Like not even for a second. I noticed her name. Her last name is Kearns. Is she related to Joanne Kearns? Oh, I don't know. That'd be pretty great, though. But anyway, so he he he's he says he's all under all this pressure because he doesn't know he's trying to be somebody he's not for this girl and everything. And then yeah, he hits his head and he comes out uh, with a completely new personality. Now here's the weird thing. So, yeah, so basically it's just a completely different personality. He has all of his memories intact. He knows who everybody is, but now he thinks his name is Chas. Yeah, which is like a, another 80s, like, oh, that's a cool name, Chaz. Yeah. So, and he's got that attitude. He's like, hey, you know, like that kind of, uh, that kind of attitude. Oh, I, I, we should mention real quick, too. So, before this happened... He went uh, after the movie. After the movie, he went out and Buddy met met him at that diner where John Travolta's sister works. Her, his mom, and which it, is a fifties uh, throwback, as we mentioned last week in one of our episodes. Exactly, another fifties diner, and this this incredible stereotypical Jersey like thug walks up to him and says, "Hey, you're in my booth," and it's I think it's. Stephen Baldwin or Billy Baldwin? It's one of the Baldwins. Oh, you know what I was confused by? We, oh wait, you know this is a complete. Never mind. That makes no sense. I was because I actually because it was this this episode's labeled split. So I looked to see if I could find it. It's on NBC.com for free. Yeah. Um, but I actually found it on like a Daily Motion at first. That's the only one that popped up. So I clicked on it. Then I watched like a good like half like you know twenty thirty minutes of this along, and I realized this is not the right episode. <laughs> but but there's a, a like a religious like guru, and I'm pretty sure he's played by Charles Nelson Riley. Oh my god, that's hilarious! Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm gonna have to check that out then. But yeah, so Billy, so Billy, I think it's Billy Baldwin. Billy Baldwin uh, has this girl with him, 
and basically threatens him. And Charles says he's going to beat him up or, or threatens to beat him up. But then, you know, because his uh, his woman's there, he decides just to uh, to let him off with a warning or whatever. He pusses out, basically, is what happens. Oh, absolutely. Hardcore. So, uh, did you know Charles Nelson Riley was 6'2"? No. Wow, really? Yeah. I wouldn't think of him as a tall man, but... Eh. Well, he slouches a lot, too. He really does. But anyway, so... Uh, so, yeah. So, Charles hits his head, and he becomes Chaz. And he's, you know... He starts making fun of all of Charles's things, basically. He's like, why am I putting on, uh, you know, this shirt? He's like, uh, hey, what are you doing down here? Uh, this is a man's bedroom. Don't you got any uh, respect for yourself, toots? And then he slaps her on the ass. Slaps the fourteen-year-old girl on the ass. He does do that, yes. Oh, by the way, that is verified. Charles Nelson Riley in the other episode, the cure for the common cult is what it's called. Oh my god, <laughs> the cure for the common cult. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't nice. Know. But anyway, so then what happens after that? He he goes upstairs and he's obviously he starts. Uh, oh yeah, he says he needs to buy new clothes. Yeah, and what's weird, as I noticed here, is what I was going to mention earlier is. I'm pretty sure uh, Willie Abes is just wearing his clothes later. <laughs> like he's wearing like, the exact same sh- colored shirt. Like I'm pretty sure it's the exact shirt he, he was wearing. That's funny. They're just re they're just recycling the uh, the wardrobe. Yeah, it was just very odd. I mean, I don't see how it fit. They both they don't seem like they're of the same size. Yeah, Willie Abes has got to be the most famous hanger on ever. I think. <laughs> but anyway, so he uh, he. Shows up at the diner again to meet to go on a date with his girlfriend, and he's got a leather jacket on, a ripped shirt, uh, some jeans. Or no, that they, okay. So they've gone out. Actually, they've already gone out, and he's going to the diner, and he's basically saying to Willie Ames, "Ah, oh, you know, she doesn't know how to treat a man and all this stuff." And then he goes, "Yeah, it's this uh, this this Jocelyn lady from earlier." Yeah. So then, then so, but like, what gets me is they show up at the diner and they have like a giant tub of popcorn that's like almost entirely full. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what did you have like two handfuls of popcorn at the movie? Then you br- and you have all this popcorn, but you're going to the diner still, right? And he's like, he says to her, like, have some popcorn or something like that, and and then implies that they actually went and saw the Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah, yeah, because she talks about how horrible it is, how violent it was, and everything. Right. And then uh, Billy Baldwin's there with his girl. I can't remember her name, but Tiffany. Tiffany, that's right. But he walks. He basically walks over to him and gets him in. He like gives like a Vulcan nerve pinch or something like that. Yeah, I, that was very odd. Like he suddenly knows how to do this. So he just like squeezes his neck and and he basically says, "Hey, you know Tiffany, you know how to treat a lady or you know how to treat a guy and and all this stuff. Why don't you uh, go out? You know." And she's like, "Oh, what about him?" And he's like, "Oh, didn't you hear? You know, he's uh, a pulled muscle or a nerve broken in his right, neck or, right. or something <laughs> like that." And he's like, "He can't, uh, he can't go with us." So it's like she's like uh, white trash Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> that's what she, that's what she looks like to me. Um, yeah, I can see that. Because she's just, you know, the hair, and she kind of looks a little bit like Tiffany Amber Thiessen, and she's in that, that 80s, like, hot pants type thing. So yeah. he, uh, you know, he grabs her and, and goes out with her. And I believe this is the first time that we get the most frequent line from John Travolta's sister in this uh, episode, where she just goes, wah, like that. <laughs> How is that funny? 
I don't know. I don't understand how any part, like, I can tell parts where they're supposed to be funny. And what's odd is it sounds like it's like a live crowd. Like, they sound like, you know, it's not like a tape crowd or anything. Mm-hmm. Especially about when I accidentally watched, oh my god, they were like going nuts at certain points. It was ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, they must have just gone. They must have just gone to a moron factory, and then just loaded their trucks up, and then drove right over to the studio. <laughs> the moron factory. Yeah, they're like, come on, everyone. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like uh, like rounding up uh, calves to the slaughter. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So then everyone starts talking about. Charles and he insists everyone calls him Chaz and how how he's changed. They don't understand what's going on. They and don't. Buddy keeps mentioning this nurse he's dating. Yeah, yeah, he's dating some nurse and he's like, "Oh, I'll call her." What's funny too is that the the grandpa says that he's going to call her. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know why he just doesn't doesn't let Buddy do it since he's the one dating her. But right. I, I I assume it's for the joke because. You know, he says, oh, yeah, you know, we've been uh, dating, uh, you know, we, we know each other really well. You know, I, I'm madly in love with her. I want to spend the rest of my life uh, with her. And he goes, okay, what's uh, Nurse, whatever her last name is, what's Nurse, you know, Ratchet's first name? And he goes, Nurse. <laughs> so uh, he ends up calling her, and then Ch- Charles calls the house, and that that – uh, oh, he also advises the 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 little boy now to uh, hit the dude with a two by four that's been beating him up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, he calls, and uh, the little kid says, "You know, we got to get downtown right now, or uh, Charles is going to die, or something like that, or something horrible is going to happen to him." So they get downtown, and he's getting married to Tiffany. <laughs> And we find out he's known three days. Yeah, exactly. So they they do end up getting married, and that's where the part one of the cliffhanger ends, is uh, with them getting married. Oh, by the way, both these are directed by Scott Bayo, but I forgot, but when he puts his name on there, he put his middle name as well, which is like some really lame middle name. I can't remember what it was. I think it's Vincent. Scott Vincent Bayo? I'm not sure. Something like that. But yeah, that was just kind of funny. That, like, now that I'm directing, I'm going to put the middle name in there. <laughs> Uh, SV, SVB. <laughs> Famous. But anyway, so the second part opens with... Yeah, Scott Vincent James Bale. Oh, nice. I wonder if James is his confirmation name or something. You gotta imagine he's know. Catholic. I guess, I don't know. But anyway, so... Oh, his birthday's today. Is it? The 22nd, oh, tomorrow is his birthday. All right. Happy birthday, uh, Scott Bale. Born 1960 or 61, sources defer. What's <laughs> funny, as far as uh, years active go on his Wikipedia, it has an endpoint at 2015. Like, yeah, he's done. <laughs> Wikipedia's decided his career's over. Yep. No, he's, he's good. That's awesome. Oh, so... So part two opens with uh, him having just married Tiffany. Uh, the Justice of the Peace was there, you know, marrying them and uh, drinking heavily at the time out of a, a brown paper, paper bag. bag. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and that's where we find out that we're in New Jersey because he says, uh, you know, the power. By does... the order. Yep. Yeah. So he says, yeah, they're going to uh, he's going to get married and everything. Most of the, the second part 
of this episode is spent figuring out what's wrong with Charles. <laughs> Which, apparently, none of them have seen an 80s sitcom before, because should be completely obvious. Including the same show, because I'm almost positive there was like an episode where they just kept knocking someone out and unknocking them out. It was it was ridiculous. <laughs> so, so Charles uh, says that he's you know him and Tiffany are getting married. He's going to move out of the basement now. He's going to move in with her. She lives with five bikers in an apartment that she's going to ask to move out. All right. And the th- wrench in their relationship is the fact that he doesn't want her to work. Great. Which is a, uh, a promising career lined up as a, uh, what do you call it, mini? Yeah, manicurist. But yeah, she, she goes to beautician school, apparently. And she has grand career plans of being the best manicurist on the East Coast. He says some, some people already say she is the best on the East Coast. Yeah. Did you know that in uh, 2018, Scott Bayo was accused of uh, engaging in verbal abuse and of physically assaulting uh, Alexander Polinsky on the set of Charles and Charles? No, I didn't realize that. That's the guy who plays Adam. Nice. I did hear that there was some sort of accusation about him molesting Nicole Eggert or something like that. I thought they dated, too, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Nicole Eggert looks pretty damn good in the show, I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say that, but I'm not sure how old she actually is in this, so I was uh, refraining. Yeah, I don't care. I was, I was, I'm pretty sure I was younger than her at the time, so I think... Oh yeah, for sure, at the time I uh, had a big crush on her. But anyway, so, so she's, she's angry and she wants to, she wants to get the marriage annulled, and, you know, Chaz is not hearing anything. And also, also she finds herself uh, as being better than him, too. She thinks she's like a higher class of a person, which... She says it was mother, like, just, like, flat out, and so she wants an annulment, everybody but, pretty much everybody but Chaz wants an annulment. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, so, she, so he, he, uh, Buddy gets his nurse friend over. And to kind of, like, discreetly examine him. Also, we find out that, uh, Charles signed his, uh, marriage license as, uh, Chaz Lamborghini. Yeah, Chaz Lamborghini. So they question whether or not that would legally, you know, um, make it not even an official marriage in the first place. So for some reason, Buddy is sent to go research at the library at the local university. Yeah, that part that part makes no sense. I'm assuming it was only there because they they didn't quite have enough story to fill out an entire episode. Yeah, they made two for no reason. Because it, it made because it because it went nowhere. They were like, "Well, he, he signed it as, as a different name. Maybe this means that the marriage isn't legal." And Buddy goes to the school to find out if it is legal. And then he just comes back. He's like, "Hey, I talked to a professor, and it doesn't matter." <laughs> it goes absolutely nowhere. Yeah, it just made no. There was like it was just like really some really dumb joke that I already forgot what it was. That was the whole purpose of that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I don't even know if that's true or not. By the way, like I, 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 I honestly don't know. I mean, you have to uh, usually you have to have a notary, I think, for that sort of thing. I don't remember. Did I have a notary when I did my wedding uh, thing? I don't think so. I mean, I had a witness, but um, well, you you have to sign that paper, like the the official documents. I thought I showed somebody my license. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but. Uh... Yeah, it's it, I I I'm I don't know 
what the law is, but I'm pretty sure you have to use your real name when you're getting married. Yeah, I would think so. But anyway, so Buddy calls her over, and she's like, she's like a character out of like a Mel Brooks movie or something. She does not fit into the show in any way because she's one of these people. She's like Mr. Lembeck. I'm all business. I'm talking like this. Yeah, yeah. She literally speaks. I I don't understand. Her and Buddy could just be a different show. They they have not. There's no uh, bearing from them on anybody else on the show. Mm-hmm. And he said, Buddy says something like, I know she seems like she seems real laid back or something right like that now, but get a thermometer in her hand and she's all business or something. Right. Like <laughs> so she does a she does an examination and she doesn't really, you know, she doesn't really have a a, a diagnosis yet. And then um, her and Buddy start making out on the couch. Right. Then, which I'm pretty sure is the only reason she was in the episode. Yeah, probably. And also, Willie Abe's he's like in his mid 30s on this uh, episode, so mm-hmm. there's another. Yeah, basically, she like you know she's telling him like she eventually comes to the conclusion that oh it's some kind of uh, amnesia type thing or you know he's got like a there's some word there's some phrase they use for it. I don't remember. She 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 incorrectly, completely incorrectly says so. She says, well, if he got hit in the head when he was under stress, then he easily could have suffered a schizophrenic split. Yeah, that's true. Which is... Yeah, they, they, kind of, they kind of suddenly realize, oh, wait, he, he hit his head, and then like that's when he started acting weird, so they realize that's what it Yeah, and, and the fun thing is, is schizophrenia is not split personality. Like, people no, used to think uh... that. It was like a misnomer, but that's that's not what multiple personality disorder is. Right. So apparently a new sort of psyche has emerged uh, in him. And the nurse prescribes hitting him in the head again. Yeah, it's one of the few. The, there's three options she gives, and that, of course, is the most hilarious. So that's when we go with. Yeah, I think she said years of psychotherapy. Uh, some sort of electric shock treatment or something like that, or hitting him in the head again. Right. Just like like, he, like people like people just have buttons on their head where just slam the cra- the head hard enough and it'll reset everything. Like it's like it's like, it's like with a if Fonzie were a doctor and the people were TVs, you know, just exactly, like, hey. exactly. Yeah, in this world, Fonzie would be the greatest doctor ever. Pretty much, Doctor Fonzie, really. Fonzie. I'm having appendicitis. My my appendix is about to rupture. Hey. Oh my god, I feel better. Nice. <laughs> uh, so they decide that they're going to hit him in the head with a hammer. And then Buddy, of course, says, oh, this is no danger. It's a rubber hammer. And he immediately just, like, let's see, he really hits himself, too. Like, smacks it against the table and just, like, knocks himself out cold. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets back up, and they talk about who's going to do it, and they finally decide that Nicole Eggert's going to do it, or... No, they decide that, yeah, Nicole, uh, I can't remember which one. One of them is going to have to hit him first. One of the girls. And Buddy picks up the hammer again. And as soon as he picked up that hammer again, I said he's going to hit himself in the head again with that. And it happens almost immediately. <laughs> so then Chaz comes in talking about uh, what he's going to do. And then Buddy sits down and tells the most ridiculous story I think I've ever heard. 
Yeah, I don't even understand what's going on in this story. I think he's talking about says something like a warthog or or no, he says I can't remember what it is. A mole. A mole and a butterfly. Right. <laughs> How like a mole becomes a butterfly or something like that. And you get, you get like serious Gary Busey vibes coming off of William Ames at this oh, point. Absolutely. <laughs> And they, he can't, they, they can't do it. The two of them can't do it. Buddy then tries to do it. He can't do it. So they drop his, his marriage license on the ground. He's like, hey, and he goes down and picks it up. And they just move the table over. And then he hits his head against the table. And he's back. 100% perfectly fine. They also find out that the guy that married them... Uh, was only impersonating a justice of the peace. Therefore, the marriage isn't legal. So everything, like, really just completely gets reset back to normal. Which wasn't really a threat because nobody wanted in that marriage at that point. You know, like, uh, Tiffany didn't want to be in the marriage. Yep. An old, and it probably hadn't even, hadn't even, like, consummated the marriage either. So, you know. Oh, yeah. they were going downstairs together a lot. So who knows <laughs> what they were doing. Right. Uh, you know, like, like, you know, like, uh, finger banging, that kind of stuff. Exactly. What, like fucking? Uh, <laughs> like, not like full penetration. Like, you know, maybe anal and that kind of stuff. Right, yeah. Like, just so, because she needs to remain a virgin, of course. Right. So. There's a woman living with five bikers, you know. She's uh, <laughs> tight as a drum, they say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, she's as pure as the driven snow. Uh, <laughs> driven by bikers. Right. So, the last thing that happens is that Willie Ames hits his head with the hammer for some reason again. And even though it didn't affect him at all the first two times, now all of a sudden he's some English dude. Right. <laughs> Makes no sense. But that's how we, we end the episode, because we need one last guffaw at right. Willie Ames. <laughs> God. But yeah, that was uh, that was the episode... Absolute trash. What a ride. <laughs> so this has been a Dumpster Diving. We will see you next week. Uh, maybe we'll find the other episode where <laughs> that Mike's talking about where people uh, get amnesia uh, over and over again on, uh, uh, on Charles in Charge. I almost forgot what it was. I should have hit myself in the head so I can remember. Right. <laughs> yeah, if anybody has any suggestions for other uh, great uh, gems... Feel free to uh, send them our way. All right. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you next time.